This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything you'd like, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Michelle. And, of course, uh, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. You'll find that the features there are completely free, unlike those other talk show hosts that want to charge you for accessing their sites. Enjoy ours on us, freetalklive.com. You actually get to control the content of the site because you get to submit different things to it, maybe news articles or blog posts or videos or something like that. You submit it to the site and then others vote as to whether they like or dislike your suggestion and the most like to make it to the front page of the website. Now, a week ago at this time, uh, we were talking about our friend Pete Eyre, who was put in a jail cell for... The vicious crime of uh, wearing a hat into a room, specifically the Keene District Court here in Keene, New Hampshire. Now, Pete ended up uh, getting out because he processed his initial refusal to process was why they, they, they held on to him. Uh, he decided he could do better on the outside, so he processed out. And part of the reason why he did that was because his friend Ademo was put in jail the, the following day. Uh, he was jailed while he was attending Pete's arraignment. And he kind of had an outburst in the courtroom. He was pretty upset at the you know this travesty of justice that uh, was was going on in front of him, and he he couldn't keep it in check basically. So he let let fly with uh, a a string of profanity, <laughs> and the judge did not like that very much. So he had him arrested, and then it was a contempt of court hearing that happened immediately thereafter. Immediately, and uh, and then he was put in jail for sixty days on contempt of court. Uh, which is awful. I mean, yes, clearly he did something that uh, most people would not want to hear in, in their own homes, uh, let alone in that in that courtroom. But it wasn't a home. It wasn't private property. That's true. It's not. It is, you know, it is pu- so-called public property, but it is public property that is in the, under the dominion of the man in the robe, and he can do whatever he wants to. And it's just outrageous that somebody would, would have to spend 60 days in jail uh, for speaking, basically. Um, it would have made more sense to just remove him just from the speaking court. in a way that is, is yeah. contrary to what the man in the robe... So it would have made more sense to have him just removed from court and then and then move on. Um, but he didn't even get a warning. Usually it's supposed... My understanding that when it's a contempt of court, you're supposed to, as the judge, tell somebody, look, if you continue that, you're going to get charged with contempt of court. You know, basically to give so. them the chance to say, oh, boy, I screwed up. I better, you know, I better stop. Uh, but that didn't even happen. It was just an immediate arrest, 60 days in jail, done. And so that's where he is right now. We actually tried talking to him on Saturday evening on this program. And unfortunately, the phones in the jail weren't aren't working very well. Five out of the six phones are completely out of order. The sixth phone apparently decided to become out of order during our conversation on Saturday night. Um, now, whether that was a technical difficulty or whether the, the guards that were monitoring the call wanted to you know, make it <laughs> difficult for him, I don't know. But he called today from the same phone, and we had a clear connection for the full 20 minutes or so that we right talked. On. So we've got uh, the interview was pre-recorded. I'm going to go ahead and play that back here uh, for you. And, uh, of course, you're welcome to call in with anything you want to discuss. This is uh, me talking to a demo earlier today. By the way, you can go to copblock.org. Uh, freekeen.com is also a couple different places following the Ademo story. Uh, and there's also a free Ademo YouTube, excuse me, not YouTube, but free Ademo uh, Facebook group. So here is the interview from earlier today. 
All right, we've got a demo with us here, and he is uh, calling us from the jail at a different time, and uh, his phone line sounds good. So welcome back to Free Talk Live. Hey, I appreciate you having me, Ian, and uh, doing all the work you guys do to share my story and let people know of the uh, injustice that uh, Burke has bestowed upon me. Well, obviously, there are a lot of people out uh, listening to this that support you, and they've been getting involved on Facebook over at the Free Ademo group and uh, been checking in at copblock.org uh, to, you know, to get the latest on what's, uh, what's going on. Uh, but what's going on, like, straight from you? I mean, uh, tell us uh, what the story is as far as your experience so far. Obviously, you got uh, thrown in the cage for speaking out in court in 60 days. It's pretty insane. Uh, so, you know, what happened after that? Exactly. Well, I mean, to me, it was, like you said, it was completely insane. So I came into jail with the mindset that I was going to give them my name, allow them to fingerprint me and mugshot me. And that way, through my previous times being in jail, that I would get a bed and a blanket at least. And my intentions were to go on a hunger strike until they released me. I was going to uh, talk to every inmate or guard I could, uh, tell them my story, tell them how I merely spoke out against uh, what I felt was wrongdoing by a public official, and, you know, and by doing that, he has the only job in the world who could send me to a cage and hope that, you know, between what everyone on the outside is doing, like you mentioned, and me advocating to guards and here, that sooner or later I'd be out, that, you know, within a couple of days it would happen. But I learned really quickly that uh, people in here, the people who work in here, don't really care. <laughs> whether you're in here rightfully or wrongfully at all, that it's a job to them. Um, they would come and say, are you going to eat? And I'd be like, no, and I'd go to explain to them, like a new guard, why I was here. And he'd immediately shut my door and just move on. You know, uh, This jail, as opposed to others, does a really good job of like giving you the choice. And they have this perception that if we say you can or do this or would you like this, and if you don't, that's on you, that like the role they play in caging and kidnapping you isn't, you know, they've distanced themselves from that responsibility. And it's, that's, uh, you, you said that's that's not typical? It would seem to be very typical of a bureaucrat to pass the responsibility on that onto you and say, well, you know, you chose to be here by speaking out and we're just doing our jobs. Right, well, passing responsibility is one thing. I mean, that, 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 that happens everywhere. I'm saying that they put the choice on you. Like, normally I'm told that, like, you'll eat or you're told that you, you'll, you'll go shower or you'll do this stuff. And, like, they don't really make you do anything. Hmm. And they seem to give you the choice. But when they, you know, when, when you make what I guess they consider the wrong choice, they just step back. They don't, like, assault you or put you in straitjackets. So then you would say that that's uh, it's an improvement over most jails? Well, I mean, it's, it's I guess, but I mean, I don't think it's an improvement. I'm just saying it's how they limit themselves from feeling responsible for what they're doing to you. I see. You know, they're, they're, they're just claiming that you're doing it to you, not them doing it to you. You know, they're saying me not eating is my choice, which it is. But to me, me not eating was trying to get them to realize that I shouldn't be here in the first place. And that's not working because they don't care. Well, I don't know if, you know, they all don't care. I think that there are some guys in there who totally know that uh, there should be a lot fewer people in that jail. Well, I would agree with that, but I'm I'm talking about the ones I met in my first four days of segregation. Um, They did not care. One individual actually looked me right in the eye after tricking me because on day three, I wrote on my cell wall, because no one wanted to talk to me, I wrote on my cell wall, I am here for 60 days for telling a man I did not approve of his actions. He has the only job in the world who could put me in a cage for that. Um, I'm willing to do my unjust time peacefully, and I wrote out a few demands of, like, 
getting food from friends and families or jailers if they so wish to give it to me, uh, books, pencils, paper, and whatever. And then I wrote, if, if not, then I will continue my hunger strike and I am willing to stand up for what's right, even if it costs me my life. Um, but my death would be on your hands and, you know, because you are responsible, but it's never too late to do the right thing. And once I did that, I kind of got a stir out of the guards because this one took personal thing. He said, my death, your death wouldn't be on my hands. And he yeah. said he was going to give me some help and he called the superiors and he said he was going to talk to whoever. And all I had to do was leave that cell. And uh, I said, other people have said this to me, you know, this jailer. And he said, I'm not lying to you. I said, our word is all we have. And he said, I understand that. And he said, as a show of good faith, I won't even handcuff you as I take you to the next cell. And uh, he took me over there. I went in. I didn't have anything then, no blankets, no pencil, no nothing. And uh, a couple hours later, after I realized he lied to me, uh, he came over and asked me if I wanted to eat. I said, you lied to me. You're a liar. And he said, do you really think I give a beep? If you die, I'm just doing my job. And uh, that, that really messed me up. I, was, I couldn't believe it. And I, I yeah. was even more determined at that time to, like, continue my strike. Well, so I, the, the whole uh, you know, not eating thing, I, I always have questioned that, uh, that tactic. I mean, I don't know what it'll get you besides putting a hospital bed and hooked up to an IV. All right, so we're going to come back here uh, with the remainder of the interview uh, with Ademo, who is still currently in a jail cell. Hopefully we'll be able to get him out. There's a slight chance he'll be able to get out early. He'll address that a little later on in the interview. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. A man jailed for 60 days for speaking in court. It's Free Talk Live. How do we bring liberty into the forefront of entertainment? How about film festivals? How about Sundance Film Festival? Pledge today to moneybomb.silvercirclemovie.com to help Silver Circle complete production by the Sundance Film Submission Deadline. Now's your chance to spread the message. Visit moneybomb.silvercirclemovie.com through the month of January to pledge. Because Sundance needs liberty. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Michelle. And we invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. You will find that the features on the site are totally free. So enjoy those on us. Uh, Features, by the way, including the Shrine of Female Listeners. Uh, Dozens of ladies who have sent us their validated photo or video showing they are listeners of this program, you can go to shrine.freetalklive.com to see them. And if you're a lady listener, get details on how to become part of the Shrine, like Ishtar did over the weekend. Uh, So Ishtar is our brand-newest Shriner, so welcome to her. You can go, again, to shrine.freetalklive.com as we are going to continue a pre-recorded interview. It's very rare that we do any pre-recorded interviews. In fact... I don't remember. Maybe the only ever, time. Yeah, I don't remember if we ever have done this. He's the, popping the cherry. He has, uh, and Adam's good at that, from what I understand. <laughs> so, uh, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Here we go. Ademo, actually, is his, uh, his new chosen name, and he is calling us, or called earlier today, from jail, where he is sitting for 60 days uh, for the dastardly crime of speaking in court. 
And, of course, as pointed out earlier, he wasn't even given a warning about this contempt of court charge. He was just arrested and then sentenced to 60 days, even after he apologized. And after uh, Smeg had a little outburst when she was asked to leave. So here she spoke out. No, she had the outburst after he was sentenced. I Okay, I stand corrected. But in any event, she had an outburst and she wasn't arrested. Well, the, the man in the robe was leaving the room at that point. So mm. court was no longer in session. Oh, so had he let an F-bomb slip prior? Had she? To, had he had, had, let the F-bomb, you know, go correct, correct. prior, he, after, it would have been okay? The man in the robe was, if the man in the robe was not in the room, you can say pretty much whatever you want in the, in the court. There's, you know, they might get up, uppity with you. But. He's like the Pope. Well, he thinks he's very important, and uh, he, in fact, thinks he's so important that he doesn't even believe he's a man. Uh, When he puts the robe on, he becomes the court. You see, it's this mystical uh, religious ceremony that they have. Like the Pope, who goes from being the man to the mediator for this is true, I guess. He, but the Pope is always that way, right? Like, there's no time the Pope isn't the Pope. Whereas uh, the, the man in yes, the robe right. is a man outside of court. When he walks in, puts the robe on, he becomes the court. The court. And then, you know, he must be respected or the court must be respected. Right. And he talks ab- about himself in the third person. It's just this bizarro religion. Anyway, let's continue here with the interview uh, with Ademo, who is, again, sitting in jail. You can go and get more information over at copblock.org. Also some stuff up at freekeen.com. But let's continue the interview. Put in a hospital bed and hooked up to an IV. And like you said, these guys don't care. A lot of them don't care. So the only way it would really be effective is if it somehow garnered more attention for you, which whether it would or not is questionable. And or maybe if there were several other activists with you, if you know if ten people aren't eating, uh, that like you said, that gains more attention. Yeah, and, but then you've got ten sick activists on your hands. True. So yeah, I don't know the exact tactics. I guess every time uh, you know I've come in, I've tried something a little different. I mean, I used to not give them my names or anything at all, but then I'd be stripped either totally naked or down to my underwear into a jail cell for days at a time and. Uh, that's torture. I mean, yeah, it is so. absolutely, and that's what Pete was telling us when he was in uh, the holding cell when they first brought him in there. Uh, that it was very, very cold, and you know that that was one of the ways they were attempting to encourage him, shall we say, uh, to you know to process. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, they'd stop in and say, like, they'd tell me that Pete was out, and that, that you know nobody was calling, or they shut down the phones. They try a, a whole whole bunch of ways to get you to give, um, lying, you know, giving you things, pulling things, good cop, bad cop. I mean, uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's all just a circus. On my approach, uh, when it comes to the jail, is to you know be pretty cooperative with those guys. I I, I try to uh, try to understand what it is that they're doing, and that they weren't the ones who took me and put me in the cage. They're just the people that uh, that keep me there, and and obviously none of them are. No, no matter how they feel, even the the better ones are going to step out of their line and possibly open the door to let me out. Um, so you know, I, I'm always a little more cooperative with them. I'm actually typically cooperative with them as opposed to the police, where I will be much more likely to uh you know not be cooperative but it, it just all depends usually uh when it comes to the cops i'll cooperate with them if they ask me nicely to do things if they start ordering me around i take offense to that ultimately that's what i've come to decide now i mean and i think i'm on day seven here now so i've been out of seg for three days <clears throat> eating again which is good and uh, although the food isn't but um mm. <clears throat> my approach now is to keeping a diary. I hope to uh, publish that when I get out or maybe have some friends publish it before then. 
but um, I'm also writing some other pieces that I wanted to write, reading a few more books, and every chance I get. Um, I don't approach people. I don't try to force it on them, but whether it's an inmate or a jailer, I try to tell them why I'm here. Uh, have them question, like, you know, is, were jails built for play, people like me or, or victimless offenders? What's the response been? Well, I mean, um, mostly I get, it depends on the guards. So if they're, if I first start to talk to them, so I'll go up to them and say, hey, you know, my name's Adamo, uh, or AKA Adam Miller, and uh, I'd say, um, I'm going to tell you why I'm here and, you know, see if you have thought. And right away someone will say, I'm just doing my job and, you know, I don't, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> and uh, that, then I, I respect that. And, I mean, at first I, I would get a little, I'd say why or whatever, but <clears throat> whatever. Um, so that's happened like two times, I think. And most of them will listen. And then some will, most will then say like, well, uh, I can't form an opinion or I can't tell you my opinion. I'm not entitled to give you my thoughts or something like that, which I think is a joke. Because, yeah. I mean, we all, we all have our opinion, right? I mean, you're allowed to have an opinion. I mean, I'd, just, I'd rather have them tell me, yes, you should be here, or no, you shouldn't. And uh, if it's no, you shouldn't, then I always tell them, or even, even if they don't tell me directly, I tell them, you know, if you go home and see the videos and realize and don't think I should be here, you should email your boss. You should email Judge Burke and say, hey, you're wasting my time, you're wasting taxpayers' time, and you're taking up a bed mm. that arguably could be used for a, you know, a, a, a actual criminal with a, a victim. Now you've already now, gotten you've already some got mail, in there, right? mail in there, right? I have. I gotten. I got. Uh, I only. Have, I got in here on Thursday, and then Friday. I- Go ahead, Michelle. Actually, if I could interject, thank yes. you, Ian. So I just was up visiting a demo, and I guess you know he must have spoken to the guard after he had recorded this with you. But there was a gentleman up there who um, is on duty. I want to say his name is Dave, but I'm not quite sure. In any case, he had a very uh, a good conversation with him and was able to articulate his ideas of liberty, et cetera, and said that he was an incredibly well-spoken, logic, reason-based uh, spokesperson for the Free State Project. Dave said pleased. that about Ademo. Yes, and he was you know, interested in that. And um, Ademo seemed to think that he had actually made some headway with him and that, uh, that things looked up for him in terms hmm. of getting out early. I have to admit that I've told Ademo, no. You're in there for 60 days. Just think you're going to be in there for 60 days. You should expect that. Yeah, Absolutely. You should expect the worst. So so I guess he did have a really uh, a great conversation that he was really pleased about. All right, so we're going to continue here in just a moment more uh, with the interview of Ademo, who is currently sitting in a jail cell. And uh, he's got an open phone line basically to the studio. So if things develop uh, that you know we, we don't know about, he's going to... He's promised to call in and keep us in the loop. But there's a little bit more remaining to this. We'll get back to that in a moment at 800-259-9231. Your thoughts are certainly welcome as well. And then coming up later on uh, this evening, we'll talk about spanking kids. Spanking kids. Michelle's laughing. She oh, thinks that's goody. funny. Uh, so, and you've, you've raised three kids, so we're going to talk about how, yes. you know, Yes, and I've been spanked does. and I've spanked. We'll talk about it here in a moment. And take your calls. It's Free Talk Live. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event is what you make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and much more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November 2011. But you need to reserve your berth now. They're as low as $535, double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today. Cruise.freetalklive.com.
This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Just dial in toll-free, take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. Once again, that's 800-259-9231, and that number is brought to you by SACL CAI. They have a full-orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early outbilling, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL knows the way they treat your customer reflects on you. Their staff is respectful. They record every call and have the best equipment money can buy, so your business is handled as efficiently as possible. See their banner at freetalklive.com. That's SACL, C-A-I. You'll see their banner right at the top of our banner column as we continue an interview that i recorded earlier today with a demo because uh, over this weekend we tried to do it live and it just didn't work due to uh, phone difficulties and so he he called in earlier today recorded the interview and so we're playing that back and we may stop down to uh, to comment a little bit further but your thoughts are certainly welcome as a demo sits in jail 60 day sentence for speaking his mind in court, offending the man in the robe, although the man in the robe claimed he was not personally offended, that it was the court that was offended. Rather extreme. I mean, that's not really, it doesn't weigh in the crime. No, the punishment punishment should fit the crime. In fact, here in New Hampshire, uh, where we do this show, there's the New Hampshire Constitution, where it's one of the amendments that makes it very clear that punishment should be appropriate to whatever the crime was. And who would possibly say... Beyond the most ardent statist, who would possibly say that 60 days is appropriate for speech? Right. That's what this was. It was offensive speech, no doubt. A lot of people would be upset by some of the words that he used. And certainly people that have respect for this joke of a justice system Mm -hmm. would be offended by the content as well. But But he just proved the point that the court system and particularly Judge Burke in this case is is power hungry and is authoritarian and uh, oh, a taskmaster. So we're going to continue here with the interview from jail. Uh, the actual criminal with a, a victim. Now, you've already now, gotten you've some already got mail in there, right? Mail in there, right? I have. I got, I, got, uh, well, I, have, I got in here on Thursday, and then Friday, I don't know if I got mail or they're allowing my mail through yet, but Saturday I got six letters. Um, oh, that's great. Domery, uh, Dave Ridley, and... Uh, uh, a few other people I can't even remember. Off the top. Are they coming through mail to jail? Um, I don't know if any of these came from mail through jail. Um, I, I guess not, since I don't know. You know, I mean, if it would have said mail to jail on it, I would know. I think they typically do. I, I've not, I've not gotten any. I've not been in long enough to uh, receive uh, mail to jail myself, uh, and it wasn't around when I was put in um, back in the day. Um, but I know that Mike Barsky, who runs Mail to Jail, does a reverse service that you might want to take advantage of. Uh, it's really cool. He will take your mail that you send to him, uh, like blog, basically blog posts from jail. So it's like kind of like mail from jail, uh, where he'll take your mail and then he'll go on freekeen.com. He's got an account there and he'll transcribe it and post it as a blog post. So that might be something you want to consider. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, there's definitely uh, things I want to get out from here, and I'm hoping to at least, you know, turn the negative into a positive. If I can show people, you know, have activists be more prepared for if and when they go to jail and maybe what to expect, um, hopefully, you know, that'll be a benefit to all of us in the future. But, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm sure uh, I have other ways, too, to get things out of jail. I have uh, Lance and uh, Brandon, two uh, New Hampshire attorneys that are allowed to actually come and see me in my uh, block. So I'm allowed to give them things. And, uh, you know, Pete Air, of course, is, is doing great. And uh, Michelle Seven. So 
Yeah, you've got a great group of supporters out here, no doubt about it. And hopefully, if anything, I mean, like you say, there's hopefully we'll get as much you know po- positive out of out of this as possible, and ideally get you out sooner uh, than the sixty days. Uh, so I know folks are working on that. In fact, there's going to be some sort of a jail uh, protest today. I'm sure you're aware of that. I actually just heard about it last night. But yeah, I, I appreciate it all, like the Facebook groups, the pictures, the pages. Um, and I'm trying to remember this woman's name, but because it's not her actual name, but her last name online is like Digitales. Um, she sent me a great like card that had because they they weren't giving me pictures for some reason. I think it's due to my classification. But um, she sent me a card with like screenshots mm. of like people's profile pictures and like the video and some comments. So uh, that was really awesome, and it, it had a, a great message on the inside. So that really cheered me up. On yeah, it's cool having people on the outside send stuff in there. And MailToJail.com, of course, makes that very easy uh, for folks to really kind of make it simple to get to get mail into, into liberty-loving prisoners here in in New Hampshire. And hopefully we'll see more people making the move up here. I mean, every time they aggress against us, uh, Adam or Ademo, rather, they you know are constantly – we end up seeing that people come up here as a result of that. So the more violent they get, the other side of that is that people get upset and they, they get fed up and they say – I've had it. I'm moving up my plans. I'm getting here to New Hampshire sooner rather than later. You know, just to interrupt on that point real quick, uh, he mentioned Lance, who was one of the attorneys, able to come and see him. Lance Weber. Right. Has a little more, uh, I guess, leeway than the average person does to, to get in touch with him in jail. And the reason why Lance is here, he told me this, was because of what happened to me by this same judge. He mm. saw the video of uh, me three years ago being... Well, over three years ago at this point, but uh, of me being told, you know, have a seat and then not sitting down within six seconds <laughs> and uh, we're not sitting all the way down within six seconds and the judge flipping out and uh, and having me thrown in jail for contempt of court. In my case, I got one contempt of court charge then and was given two more contempt of court charges later uh, for other issues. But it was the that video footage of that happening to me that Lance saw and he said, I got to get up there and help Brought these guys. Brought him up guys. from like Kansas or something. Missouri, I Missouri. think it was, yeah. Okay. So just to my point, yeah. you know, validating my point here that when these tyrants, when these government uh, aggressors mm-hmm. aggress against people and, and if we get it on video, that really helps. Yes. But getting that stuff out there, getting this news out to people really shakes some folks awake and says, wow, they say, wow, I've got to do something now. This is this is unheard of. This is outrageous. Right. And they're excited that people are are saying no to that as as opposed to just rolling over and absolutely. Absolutely. So hopefully the same thing will apply here with Adamo and Pete and what they're going through, because Pete's not done yet with the whole hat situation. Again, he was arrested last uh, week for having a hat on. He's out of jail, but only on bail. So he's got a whole case ahead of him Mm -hmm. on so-called disorderly conduct for wearing a hat in court. So that's Mm -hmm. yet to to be resolved. I've still got five misdemeanor counts that I'm facing. (laughs) I'll be going to jury trials uh, on those. And so we're starting to see the first jury trials here. Uh, was, it's going to be Jim Johnson, who's another mm-hmm. activist, who's going to have the very first jury trial, I believe, for tre- so-called trespassing when he was just at this very jail that we're talking about, which is supposedly yep. public property. So now we're starting this kind of new uh, courtroom level of activism where folks are actually taking things to jury trial instead of just going to district court and finishing it up there. So, I was telling my mom about all of the things that are going on, and she had a little chuckle and said, 
Well, honey, it seems like you're where you belong. This is the first time I've ever heard of you not being in trouble more than anyone else around you. (laughs) (laughs) You do have good company, no doubt. Let's continue. Getting here to New Hampshire sooner rather than later. Yep. Uh, I mean, I encourage other folks, you know, come on up. I mean, uh, here's where it's at. Uh, New Hampshire has long been the center of liberty activism. And, uh, you know, it's the best chance to have liberty in your lifetime. So if you're, if you're contemplating, just, you know, pack it up, get in the car and head north. Well, the phone line here is uh, is always open for you. I know you probably get got to get offline here in a little bit because, as we mentioned on the show Saturday night after the phone troubles came on, we talked about how the uh, the phone situation there, there's five out of, what is it, five out of six phones are t- completely broken. Yeah, and this is in a brand new uh, jail facility. The thing hasn't even been open for a year yet, and already the place is uh, is breaking down. It's pretty sad. So you've got an open line to us here, as always. Uh, you know, if you've got something that's happened, you want to get out to us here on Free Talk Live. We always love to to hear from from you. So don't ever hesitate to pick up the phone and and uh, and give us a call. I appreciate it. I'll try to uh, check in as often as possible. I did actually find out today too that uh, it is possible that I might get early release uh, after two thirds of my time, but. The super told me that that was not the case last week, so I don't know if he's already decided that, because it's his sole discretion on whether or not to give me good time or not. Yeah, why would that be not the case? Uh, that was my understanding. I, I thought it was 80%, but yeah, two-thirds, so that would mean you'd be out in 40 days instead of 60. Yeah, but um, he told me last Friday when they talked to me when I got out of uh, segregation that I would not get 60 days, so I don't know, if, or I would not get good time, that I would serve the full 60, so I don't know if he's already decided I see. Yeah, I guess that is another reason to uh, be cooperative with the, with the captors in that particular case. More coming up here at 800-259-9231. About to wrap this up and take your calls about whatever you want. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves, dial in toll-free, bring up whatever you'd like at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site. They're totally free. Enjoy those on us. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can do that by shopping with us. Amazon, you know them, the world's largest internet retailer. They sell all kinds of stuff. Great prices. Amazon, you probably have already shopped there before. So head on over to shop.freetalklive.com. You can enter Amazon through that link. It's a special uh, Free Talk Live uh, link that basically when you enter through it, Free Talk Live will be will get credit for any purchases you make. Through Amazon, so just start your shopping at Amazon at shop.freetalklive.com. Again, that's shop.freetalklive.com. We're just wrapping up the final uh, moments here of the interview that I recorded earlier today with the demo. As we had trouble with the phones, uh, the jail phone system on Saturday night It's pretty much just going to say goodbye at this point. But I, I just wanted to make sure we finished it up, and then of course we'll take your calls about absolutely anything. Well, yeah, I mean, I, to me, it's whatever. I mean, I don't want him to do me any favors. I mean, if, if he's gonna, I think his sole decision was due to my hunger strike, which really was no inconvenience to them at all, and actually was a benefit to them. I mean, they had a 
didn't have to make one more meal, and I didn't really do anything to anybody. So uh, as far as the writing on the walls, I cleaned that up. So I oh, you did? See okay. All right, man, I'm going to put you on hold here for, real quick, and thanks for coming on Free Talk Live. Appreciate it. We'll keep in touch. And we will indeed. Uh, as he knows, he can call here anytime to keep you in the loop as to what's going on with him. He's also working on a journal. Hopefully he'll be sending out some of those journal entries as blog posts, and we'll get them up over at freekeen.com. So we will keep you in the loop as to what's going on with this man in jail. But it's, it's not just a demo that is in jail unjustly. This country is full of people who are sitting in jail cells, and they have not harmed another human being they have not aggressed not just this country how about guantanamo sure all around the world <laughs> as this part is of going the on. united states uh effort to to rid the world of people who use foul language or are have religious beliefs that are different from other people's or whatever we're just going to legislate and we're going to arrest people and we're going to control everything and God bless America. Right. We're pointing this out because Adamo is a friend of the show. He's been on as a, as a co-host, actually a special co-host a number of times. And we're, we're talking about this because he's close to us, right? So that's why we're focusing extra on this. But I don't want his plight to overshadow the rest of the folks that are in that jail and the jail near you. I think a lot of people, when they look at a jail, they say to themselves, well, that's where the bad guys are. And it's not true. Nothing could be further from the truth. There are some bad people in jail, no doubt about it. But a lot of them, they have, you know, they've been put in there for a plant. Or, Victi- put- or victimless crimes, right. you know, drug charges or Pro- something. Prostitution yeah. or whatever. They have not done anything that has uh, created a human victim. And they're sitting in there. In fact, the, the guy that runs this jail is uh, Rick Van Wickler. He is with Law Enforcement Against Prohibition. This is a man who understands that the people in his jail, a lot of them shouldn't be there. And Mark, joining us a little late this evening. Good evening, Mark. Thanks. Uh, so... We're going to talk about spanking in a little bit. We are I'm glad going to you talk about here. spanking. Okay. So, Mark, I mean, you, obviously, you're, you, you, you didn't hear any of that interview. I think you were on the way in here at that, uh, that point in time. But effectively, you know, a demo in jail, 60 days. Uh, any thoughts you want to add into the, the, uh, the discussion? Well, I think it's uh, – I, I think it's uh, – well, the Constitution outlaws cruel, cruel and unusual punishment. As far as I can tell, um, speaking out in court was inappropriate. He used foul language. He was uh, – you know, he talked out of turn. He shouldn't have been doing it at that time. If that behavior had been perpetrated any place else in the United States, the person would have been asked to leave, and he wasn't asked to leave. He wasn't given an opportunity to even shut up. They just uh, they just tossed him in jail. Then he was uh, you know given the opportunity to grovel. He did grovel, and they still gave him thirty days after groveling. Sixty, after, 60, 60 days. Excuse me, sixty yeah. days after groveling. And I just I. I I I think that there's I think there's a disparity there. I don't think that's the the right sentence for the crime. Yeah, absolutely. Now, will anything actually happen to the the man in the robe as far as some sort of judicial uh, sanctions or punishment? Uh, odds are against it. No, this... but we're going to try. I mean, we're going to uh, write to the yes, absolutely the uh, legislators who were just voted in. Mm-hmm. Thanks to you all uh, who are libertarians, and uh, those people are are who appoint the judges they're not elected the, here i believe it is the governor that appoints the judges okay Point well the no po- i don't think so uh j- j- the the state house has the the most control i think they the state house has a lot to do with the appointing or at least the main maintenance of judges they may the, be able to remove one but it's my understanding that uh, that the that he's appointed and you we're going right. to ask that he re- they remove him well that's good i hope that works mm-hmm. out you know i mean all channels should be uh, mm-hmm. should be tried it's just that i don't tend to somebody complained to the judicial conduct committee about this 
same judge a few years ago with my case where he loses it on video and he very clearly violates their, their own code of ethics mm-hmm. and they just they just bounced it right back in the, in the guy's face the, the guy that complained about it they didn't care you know we're talking about a demo but um I think you mentioned that he was there for Pete's hearing and, you know, right, for the, wearing a hat. In court. Right. The thing about um, Pete is that before he processed, he was a non-entity in the jail. And that I'm sorry, I, I just can't get my head around that. We went up to visit him. We went in to check on him and the jailers, uh, everything from the desk clerk and whoever answers the phone, et cetera, would not acknowledge or confirm uh, that, that he was Pete, even there. It was there even to his mother. That's you so know, um, yeah, it really is. So, uh, by the way, this program brought to you by Memory Dealers and the webcam brought to you by Memory Dealers. You can go to cam.freetalklive.com to see that. You can chat with other listeners. The chat room's built in. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zenpacks, and X2s that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. In stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery, that's MemoryDealers.com. Let's go to Brett in Indiana on the amp lines. Hello, Brett. Hey, guys. Um, I don't have a whole lot of time, but I just wanted to make some comments about uh, the whole Ademo thing here. Um, Mainly, I just wanted to say, I think, you know, how I just wanted to say how great I think it is that the way you guys rally around everybody up there and how close you guys are, because there is no way if that were to happen down here that anybody would come to my rescue, I can tell you that much. You certainly wouldn't have, uh, and I know you're in Indiana, so it probably gets a little cold there. You probably wouldn't have, I guess we had maybe eight or so, maybe ten uh, people on the side of the road. I guess like around a dozen. Mm-hmm. Okay, probably at least 10 then. Uh, people on the side of the road in the middle of wintertime holding signs, doing essentially a protest uh, sign waving outside of the jail. Again, we're here in New Hampshire. It must have been 20 degrees out today uh, when folks – and the sun was down, by the way, uh, when, when people were out doing that today. I mean, it's just the, the community here is absolutely incredible, and it's something that, that deserves to be experienced. If you're someone who loves liberty, you're someone who claims to love liberty, if you've never been around hundreds of other like-minded liberty-oriented people, you don't even know what can be possible. We barely even know what's possible. I've seen things happen here already that I thought maybe they'd happen a few years down the road, like from now, but they've already transpired because the community is just that incredible. Mm -hmm. Right. And I've said, you know, like some people know, you know, me and Adamo, we work together on Cocklock. And, you know, me me and him, you know, we've gotten to know each other over the last year and stuff. And you know, I just know, you know, I've, I've had some people up there in New Hampshire tell me, you know, they want me to come up there, try and help do whatever I can. I've done what I can from down here. And I know, you know, there's been some free staters up there. They've told me, you know, trying to help whatever I can to get me up there, even for just a couple of days, you know, to try and see what I can do to help, you know, to help out a demo, get them, get them some letters, maybe talk to somebody, you know, maybe help them get them out or something like that. I just know, you know, that would never happen down here. And that I think this, that this case with a demo is the one thing that is, you know, it's the straw that broke the camel's back, and it's really made me want to push my move up to New Hampshire a lot quicker. I can tell you that. That's well. That's exactly what I was talking about earlier. How when people see these 
just outrageous examples of government intrusion and aggression. It does, I, I think it does for a lot of folks, give them a little fire under their fire in their belly, if you will, to uh, to get here sooner. So what are you going to do to move up your plans? It, you know, it all still rides on if I can talk my uh, daughter's mom into it, but this is, you know, it's just going to make me want to press harder on the issue with her and say, you know, this is something I really want to do. And, you know, and I want you guys all to, you know, I want my family to come up with me. And, you know, I'm just trying to tell them, you know, there's a people around there that are just going to be so incredibly nice to you. It's nothing like what you're going to find around here in Indiana, I can tell you that. Well, it's not to say the people in Indiana aren't nice. It's well, just that. Oh, uh, no, 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 I'm not saying that at all. But It's just that, you know, there's just not, where I come from down in Sarasota, Florida, there just wasn't a, co- a cohesive liberty community. Yeah, there were some folks that believed in the ideas of freedom. But about all they would do would get we get together, you know, once a week at Bennigan's and, uh, you know, have a few drinks and, and argue about stuff. So really not much was going on as far as advancing the ideas of freedom. And I thank you, Brett, for the call tonight. That's Brett from Cop Block. That's copblock.org. 800-259-9231. You can go to freestateproject.org to learn more uh, about the Free State Project and what's happening here. In fact, we'll tell you about the Porcupine Freedom Festival coming up in a bit. Hour two's next. Spanking. Coming up. Free time. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Ovaltine. Give your kids the nutrition they need to be their best. Visit us at OvaltineUSA.com. Telling your child about healthy food choices is important, but showing her what to eat goes a lot further. Have her help create the grocery list, then bring her to the store with you. Picking out healthy foods together helps kids get in the habit of thinking about what they're eating every day. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash YourFamilyToday. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the second hour of the program, and we invite you to take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. Once again, that's 1-800-259-9231. Coming up, if we get a chance, we'll tell you about a new study regarding spanking your children and uh, what that could possibly do to them. 800-259-9231 is the number. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And Michelle. We continue here uh, with your phone calls, though, because you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Let's start out with Jim in Missouri. Jim, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Mark, and Michelle. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yes, sir. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, guys. How are you tonight? Just super. Go ahead with your thoughts, please. Okay. Well, I would just like to talk about women. Um, okay. I have known plenty of women in my life, and every single one of them is just confusing to me. Hmm. I'm... Just I just don't know what to do with this because every time I look at one, I start to choke and I get like cold sweats and everything. And I was just wondering, what's your advice for all this kind of stuff, if you know what I mean? Well, now, how, how old are you? What? I'm how sorry. old are you? I'm 23. Uh, do you like women? Are you romantically attracted to women or are you gay? And so, I mean, like, let's just get that out there. <laughs> I am definitely not a gay man. I am romantically attracted to many women. I've actually had about seven girlfriends in the past. Like I, I dated a nice girl, made some bad decisions, but right, yeah, I've been. Well, how did you? Okay, just, so point of information. Let me clear this up. You were saying that you choke when you see a woman, yet you were able to date seven of them. I mean, so you obviously have gotten over your choking, or like, how does that work? <laughs> I mean, I was. I never. I kind of just 
got whoever I could get. It wasn't like I got um, the cheerleaders or anything like that in high school. I always got kind of the dorks, the people that, just those kind of kids. And um, over the time since I got to college, um, I just, I've never really been able to do anything about it. And I'm still kind of getting <laughs> all the people, all the like the smart people that are in like the library all day are asking for me, but the people that aren't just kind of want to. The smart you know. people are asking for you. What What do you mean by that? Smart pe- oh, um, I hear a, a female laughing in the background. Like, it sounds like you're not choking now. So yeah, I don't really. I mean, it's just kind of a weird situation for me. I don't choke around. A woman, just kind of. Do you keep on saying woman like instead of you. women? I don't really want to say names. So, do you keep on saying woman instead of women? Do you understand what the plural of woman is in the English language? Yeah, it's it's definitely not all women. It's like. Wait, there's one in particular that you want, and you would like to know how you can score her. Are you aware that you called in a free yeah. talk live and not like, you know, hot chicks are us? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, I definitely, I know that. So I'm you called to talk really. to a married man, uh, a single man who is kind of dorky, but totally hot, <laughs> and like an old chick. I mean, like really. Well, I, th- I would absolutely <laughs> want to ask you these questions I if I were really in have any other. I, my parents aren't really the best people to go and talk to this about either. That's fine. I would, so, I would totally you know? understand uh, where he's coming from if I were in his shoes. I'd want to talk to a lady like you, Michelle, to okay. uh, you know, get your expertise. You have so talked to me What's before. so confusing? I guess what is, you said it was women are confusing to you? Yeah, I just can't get my head around them. I mean, I'm not sure if I ever will, but right now I'm just, I don't understand. And they just kind of make me nervous, or one does. Okay, well, you're never going to understand people. Uh, that's males and females included. People are driven by – people don't understand themselves. You don't understand yourself. So um, I, I don't know that that's your reason. What it sounds like you need to develop is sort of rejection immunity, and um, that is the, the, the fear or the concern that you're going to be told to go take a long walk off a short pier if you ask an attractive woman out. Does that sound right to you? Yeah, that's – that's definitely the boat I'm in right now. Jim, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. I don't know if it was a real call, but nonetheless, the issue is a real issue for a lot of uh, a lot of people, a lot of men, and I'm, I'm sure some women experience this as well. Uh, just kind of the the fear of rejection, as Mark is talking about, and the, the issue is to you know just prepare yourself to be told no. It's the worst thing that can happen, right? I, is, right. It, it all depends on what you're looking for, for one. I mean, if you're looking for a relationship, perhaps that nerdy girl in the, uh, the library is not a bad choice. Yeah. Maybe uh, the cheerleaders weren't going to be worth, yeah. worth your while. So, I mean, and I certainly understand I'm more attracted to more attractive women and less attracted to lef- less attractive women. I got where he's coming from. But you're still attracted to all women because you're a virile man. I don't know. I mean, you know, all women? no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. It's a big category out there. No, I'm not. Everyone's um, got their preferences. But, right. You know, this rejection uh, immunity thing. I was told one time by an older guy. I'm probably his age now, but um, at the time he seemed older and he was he talked about a friend of his. And I don't know whether this is just a, a sort of a urban legend or whether it was a true story. But his friend that would go to the grocery store, stand outside the grocery store a proposition every attractive girl who came out mm. literally proposition them just and he said through the numbers 
Yeah, and he said Wait, that proposition the, is in will you marry me? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> he wasn't looking for marriage, I can assure you, because he did it on a relatively regular basis according to the story. Um, and that So you know, he was ba- asking them on a date. Base, uh, yeah, I, I, don't think, I don't know what, if he was looking to spend What kind of are we talking about? We're talking about sex. I don't think he was okay. looking to spend any money on them. Why would you say, hey, can I spend some money on you? So he was asking them for sex. I just want to clarify what he was wanting. Okay, so he would stand outside the grocery store, and apparently his numbers were something like, and you know, like I said, I don't know whether I believe the story. Yeah, ninety-eight to two um, were you know meaning two yeses, two yeses for for ninety-eight no's. Um, and wow, that if one could, that's discouraging. Well, I don't know that no, it I is. I mean, that's that, pretty good. I mean, on first sight, to get somebody to say yes like that—that's a sex. terrible idea for a woman to do that. I mean, mm-hmm. you're not just talking about sex; you're talking about the chance of getting knocked over the head when you go off with somebody too. So yeah. you know, I mean, it's it's a really bad idea, but. Um, <laughs> Anyway, that doesn't change the fact that that's the story. So the guy had developed a great deal of rejection immunity. It doesn't matter. The girl said no. Who cares why she said no? She said no. I wonder if I were to ask 100 men if... If they would you'd like to have better. sex with me, I don't think I you'd get through a hundred. I don't think you could. You would have the time to get through a hundred inside of a, a month. <laughs> <laughs> so this is something that you do in sales, right? I mean, when you're selling something, you're yep. making cold calls or whatever. Even with not, you know, warm uh, calls or or good prospects, you still are moving through numbers. You're yep. still asking people for the order, and most people are going to say no. And no matter know, how good your sales technique is and your product or whatever, and in this case, yeah, you're selling yourself, and the product is you. I don't like the idea of if you throw enough shit at the wall, something's going to stick. Gotta get, oh. You can't be on this radio show, little lady. Shame on you. You're going to mute your say, microphone for a little while. You thought while. you could say the S word on no, the radio? you can't do that. No. This is, ta- this is broadcast radio. So Did you get it? Uh, Michelle gets to... I, I think I got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you put taking her off. Okay, yeah, she's off for right <laughs> Sorry, you're you're in the penalty box. Uh, so, um, the the idea of rejection immunity, and let me let me just just pick right back up here, is that um, somehow or another you have to be able to handle the good with the bad. And like you said, Ian, I used to do sales. I still do sales for a living, but uh, it's a lot easier now with Free Talk Live being on more than ninety radio stations. So, yeah. um. You know, I, I get told no a bunch of times uh, when I was doing local radio sales uh, to pick up a telephone, calling people. You know, they try to tell you no in the, the nicest way. Some of the worst no's I still remember. I still remember mm. what it was like uh, to be told no by those people who told me in the meanest way that yeah. they could think of. No, and you're an a-hole. Right. <laughs> and, you know, what you do is you stand up, you go take a break, you grab yourself a candy bar and a soda, and you walk around, uh, maybe talk to somebody briefly. Uh, I, I didn't, my personal policy was not to talk about the experience. I don't need to uh, to, to, to relive it. Um, you know, some people really want to talk about their problems. I'm not as so much into that category. Category. Mm-hmm. And then a half an hour later, work. you get back and you hit the telephones again. Um, I don't know that I think that that's the best way to find a long term uh, profitable relationship. And I do think that uh, relationships are sort of a contractual thing where you're looking for somebody who matches you well. In my case, I wasn't even looking for the right kind of people. I knew I didn't want to get married and I was honestly looking for women that would not be good matches for me but that were just attractive and that you know I was interested in physically uh you know for short term kind of stuff and the right one came and came along and fell into my lap um so it's nice yeah. when that happens yeah, yeah. 800 I'm the luckiest guy I know 1-800-259-9231 your thoughts certainly welcome especially if you're a lady listener uh and if you're not going to say the s bomb like Michelle did 
a moment ago. 800-259-9231. Uh, especially looking for lady listeners to comment on the the question of confusing women or woman, as the guy kept saying. Very strange call. More coming up. You can take control. Bring up anything you want. This is Free Talk Live. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 80 talk radio stations from Alaska to Florida. We've been named Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation twice. And the number one political podcast on podcastawards.com four out of the last five years. You can have access to our 80 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for as little as $500 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, where you get a lot of features. We give them to you for free. One of those features is a huge bunch of archives going all the way back to late 2006, and the archives are uncensored, so you can play it back, <laughs> and you can hear Michelle drop the S-bomb in the last segment. But then I got spanked. You did, you did. You got a little bit of a punishment. You had to stay off for the rest of the segment. But you're back now, so uh, you can go And we used to do the whole show if you uh, you know, made a slip, but well, now we got a dump button, so there's really no reason to. Yeah. Wow. All right, so, uh, so you can go and grab archives galore. All of it is free. The archives are right at the top of the page at freetalklive.com, brought to you by HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name, or .anything for that matter. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. They've got more than 4,500 templates over there. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, you can let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. If you use that web portal that we've created for you, it's hostgator.freetalklive.com, you'll get your first month completely free, hostgator.freetalklive.com. All right, so 800-259-9231. As uh, we continue here, we'll talk to Wendell listening in Ohio. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Mark, and Michelle. Wendell in Hi. Ohio? Uh, yeah. Hey. Um, how are you? Great. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I'd like to talk about clinical trials. Uh, I've been trying to uh, get the newspapers just to publish the facts. Uh, one of them is that... Uh, uh, shortly after we had that uh, oil leak in the Gulf of Mexico, uh, we actually started a clinical trial uh, of, a, of a drug uh, for our U.S. soldiers overseas in Iraq. And, and the now you trial... you actually started a trial? No, no, no. Oh, uh, you said United... we. We the, the Department of Defense. Oh, uh, the United but States. you don't work. Are for you them. part of the Department of Defense? No, no, I'm sorry. Okay, uh, just making sure. As in, uh, I'm an American, but uh, gotcha. so I, I consider, you know, as a taxpayer, you, you know, you, you're part of that. No, we, I don't, I don't, but go ahead with your thoughts. Okay, well, anyway, uh, the, the, the title of the clinical trial is called Effects of Omega-3 EPA slash DHA for Soldiers at Risk for Mood Disorders. And uh, 128 uh, U.S. soldiers are, are going to be fortunate enough to get a, uh, a refined fish oil uh, for their mood disorders, and uh, and 128, of course, will get a placebo. Now, you you may think I'm making fun of that. I'm I'm not because uh, uh, fish oil. I I personally take fish oil, and I can I can attest. I don't take refined fish oil uh, like these U.S. soldiers will get. Isn't the refined uh, stuff just to remove the odor and taste? 
Well, I don't know exactly what they refine it, but you can ask a, a UK a company that's headquartered in London next to British Petroleum uh, called GlaxoSmithKline exactly uh, exactly what things they take out of the fish oil uh, to give to our U.S. soldiers. Okay, so you're saying you believe uh, in this product and that I, you well, think I think it's, it's a, I, I, I think it's I think fish oil is good to give to our U.S. soldiers. I'm not sure that you know I'm, I don't know why they possibly couldn't have found a, a U.S. company to do it. But and I you're just saying you I, believe that it is uh, it's going to help them with with mental disorder. Is that right? Mood disorder. Well, omega three fatty acids, which are, is what is in fish oil, uh, help with um, serotonin uptake inhibitors, or blah 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 blah. You know, kind of things. So that St. John's wort. So it's a it's a nutritional supplement, and it's something that's lacking in the American diet. Okay, so your concern is that something's being misreported about this? I guess I'm missing no, no, the point. No, no, no. It, 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 it's not making the news because you know if you do a search of uh, in clinical trials of uh, an advanced search uh, and look for Iraq or Afghanistan and and look for an interventional study uh, using a drug sponsored by the Department of Defense, uh, this is the only clinical trial that you will see in the last seven or eight years. So I just want to know, I just want to let you know, uh, the change is starting. Uh, It's not starting off with, you know, a a, a rip-roaring uh, thing, but uh, the change being transparency is that what the change well, the, you're alluding to? The change to? that in, you know uh, the previous Bush administration, I, I don't think had any particular clinical trials of any drugs whatsoever. So, is uh, the suggestion here that you believe that this administration cares more about the soldiers? I, I guess I'm missing your point. Well, I'm I'm not I'm not sure because I you know I I, I don't understand all of it because there's another trial if you do a search of uh, ambulatory measures or walking capacity or locomotive uh, function again an open study for any drug or drug uh, and and what you'll come up with is a, a trial a clinical trial where uh, and, and it's titled a trial to determine if uh, natalizumab. Uh, improves the ambulatory functions in uh, relapsing, remitting multiple sclerosis patients, and it's called a timer trial. Now, okay, that, and that's also on soldiers, or no? No, no, that's not on soldiers. That's okay. on 200 Saudi Arabians gotcha. and, and other Okay, well, thank people. you for the heads up. I appreciate it. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Trials are good. Science, good. Yeah, you have to have people. I I would I didn't have a chance to ask whether these soldiers had the opportunity to you know not be in this trial if that's what they wanted because I know they've tried some drugs and stuff on soldiers that uh, you know I don't think by the way that uh, fish oil is going to be the thing that really drives them over the edge or anything. But I just don't think that anybody should have anything tested on them. They're not really that they don't really want to have tested on them. I agree with that. Let's continue and talk to Zach listening in Illinois. Zach, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Zach, in Illinois. Yeah. You are on the air. How are you? Okay, I'm here. What's on your mind, Zach? Uh, I was uh, calling. I'm uh, the uh, developer for the Liberty Radio app that uh, you plugged on Saturday. And one, I wanted to thank you for the uh, mention on air. And uh, also wanted to mention that uh, the 2.0 has gone into the App Store for review. I actually got the email saying they're reviewing it as I was on hold. 
It's very cool. Uh, this application, it's for iPhones and for iPads. It allows listeners to listen live to our live stream and also download the podcast in its current form. You're saying the new version 2.0 is being reviewed, should be released, hopefully, what does it take them, a few days, or how long does it normally take them? Well, it takes a wide range of time between submission and when they start the review, and then usually it's about a 24-hour turnaround once it goes into the review mode. Okay, so, so pr- hopefully then sometimes uh, within the week then. The- yeah, I would hope tomorrow or the day after that it will be available for download. Great. So now, what are some of the differences time, going to be between the current app and the, the new version? Well, the uh, new version adds a uh, the full LRN FM schedule. So the entry screen uh, presents you with the LRN logo and the uh, selector for the day of the week you want to view, and then it'll show the schedule shows for um, each day. Hmm. And then you can select um, to play the LRN stream from there or select a show to look at. And currently it's uh, Free Talk Live is the only supported show um, that you can select and it'll come into what is essentially the app you have today where it's the it's very uh, cool but you will be con- you said you were going to contact the other shows and get- bring them on board I don't see why they would say no to it so, I mean it's more exposure for their for their programming I can't imagine yeah, anybody I, you know saying no I so. was absolutely going to pass it on and I also wanted to uh, just mention that it was your approach on IP that led me to bother to do it I wasn't going to do this there was a threat of lawyers breathing down my <laughs> I'll tell you what, if you want, you can comment further in a moment. Free Talk Live. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 per month. You'll get perks and you'll help us free more minds worldwide. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features we have there for you totally free. And some of those features include news updates. You get signed up. We will keep you in the loop. Whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live, you'll know it first if you're on the news list. And you can do that by going to news.freetalklive.com. Get on via email, Twitter, Facebook, whichever works best for you. That's news.freetalklive.com. Have you ever considered taking your case to court without an attorney? Jurisdictionary.com is a course for people without a lawyer who have to know what it takes to win. And for people with lawyers that uh, want to minimize legal fees and maximize winning by knowing what should be done, it works for plaintiffs and defendants. It works for any state in the United States and countries around the world, whether it's in uh, Canada, England, Ireland, Australia, New Zealand, India. It's jurisdictionary.com. It costs less than an hour with any good lawyer. It's so easy the average eighth grader could go through the complete four CD course in a single weekend. This is the this is the education on the judicial system that you should have gotten. How to get uh, move for evidence, how to move the court, uh, all the things that you need to know in order to take your case to court. It's jurisdictionary.com. All right, so we're going to continue here. Zach was on the line. I think he's still there. Zach in Illinois, are you still with us? I am still here. So you were uh, letting us know about the uh, Liberty Radio app. We announced it for the first time over the weekend. There's a banner up over at freetalklive.com. It's also linked to on our mobile site. So when folks go on their uh, their iPhone or their iPad to m.freetalklive.com, it's going to be one of the options to uh, to download. 
and uh, it's it's going to be expanding. You're you're constantly working on it to improve it. And you were making a comment about because I didn't hire you to do this. I was blown away when I learned of its existence, and uh, even more so when I actually got to to see it in action. It's a really slick app. It looks nice. You did a great job with it, um, and you did it without asking anybody's permission. And I and you were commenting on that. And you didn't really have much time to do so. Well, my comment is that uh, if I was just going purely for a uh, you know biggest show out there, I might have picked the Rush Limbaugh show from Station Count, but I don't want to deal with that mess. And it was because of the liberal approach to IP and not uh, having any threats of retribution that I was free to do this. And hopefully it's resulted in my creating something of value, you know, not just from my own um, use, but for, uh, you know, for the show and for other listeners and um, actually creating something good from not having a fear approach to IP. Yeah, I think so. And and that's something we pointed out a number of times is that uh, I don't believe in intellectual property. I think it's uh, it's basically another way to put that is, uh, you know, essentially monopoly right. on and, and your if, ideas. If we were big on copyright and that kind of thing on this show, that would place a, a, a roadblock in front of uh, Zach here for, you know, he would never even considered getting started. The roadblock would have been too large. For fear but, of a lawsuit. Yeah. And, and you know, why would he even offer to do this? It would just be too much of a pain to do it. Instead, he can go directly to work on something that he's good at, and thank you, by the way, for it, uh, Zach, uh, go directly to work on something he's good at instead of trying to you know, make a bunch of telephone calls around and try to get permission to do such a thing. Yeah, just, just do it. Now, I, what I was wondering, Zach, is how can listeners who have an iPad or iPhone, who've downloaded this app, who appreciate it, uh, how can they you know, give you something? I, I realize there's like an advertisement thing there. Are you making money from that, or how does that work? Yeah, the advertisement banners are... Uh tied into my account. So um, just by using the app, I generate some revenue. Uh, you know, it's typical web type advertising as far as, you know, click throughs and views for, um, you know, how I receive payments. And then, um, you know, the main thing I'd like is feedback. Uh, people letting me know what they like or don't like, uh, bug reports, feature requests, anything like that. I'd now, is there an easy hear. way to do that in the app? Is there a way for folks to give you the feedback from within the app, or is there another way that they have to? Uh, the easiest way is to look for the question mark in the app. Uh, that'll bring you to a screen with some instructions, and a button on that screen says email. Just tap that, and you'll be presented with a way to email me. Very cool. And so presumably if somebody can email you, could they also like PayPal you a few bucks at that same address, or would they be able to work that out with you if they wanted to? Um, I would certainly accept payment if people were doing that, but that wasn't my motivation. So I'll, uh, I promise to work it out if somebody wants to pursue that, though. Um, Fantastic. One thing that was mentioned on Saturday was a question of whether or not there'd be an Android version. That that was and, going to be my question. I can tell you that. Uh, and I know, I guess some folks are using the BlackBerry as well. I don't know how po- uh, popular they are these days, but uh, uh, maybe that too. Well, and my expertise is primarily within the Apple technologies. So I know enough about the other platforms that I could conceivably pursue that. But um, just in the same um, approach to IP that I came into this, if there's an Android or BlackBerry or other um, developer, even another um, Apple-focused developer that wants to get going with, you know, doing an app um, for their 
preferred platform, I'd be happy to support them. So they can email me, and I'll uh, share information about what I've learned along the way and um, give back. I'll, you know. Cool. All right. Well, uh, so what's the easiest way to get uh, to get the app? Would it be to go to m.freetalklive.com and click through the link that we put there? I would guess that would good. be the that would be the easiest, uh, or you can search for Liberty Radio in the App Store. Fantastic. And it'll come right up there. Zach, thanks so much for that. It's an amazing. You've done an amazing job, and and you know you're continuing to develop the the software, which I think is excellent, and hopefully it will inspire somebody to you know maybe port it over to the Android or the BlackBerry. And uh, and thanks for calling tonight. I appreciate the discussion and uh, yet another example of how not enforcing intellectual property actually helps build a brand and helps you know create new options for for listeners and yeah free talk live really has uh, forged the way and taking sort of that idea that's born on the internet and then bringing it into the the radio world and allowing that to be you know to happen to, to happen here and uh, you know thanks uh, yeah thanks again zach for doing such a thing and say hi to ishtar yeah, because it's always been so uh, – Ishtar, by the way, our newest Shrine of Female listeners member, his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's always been – people have asked before, well, are you guys going to do an iPhone app? Like, well, you know, I've got to pay somebody to do that. And I don't know. Is it worth it? I mean, how many people are we going to get to download it? And now I don't even have to worry about it. There it is. He did it. And he did it all on his own volition. And if he can make money off of it, that's great, man. If you can, you know, if you can profit from spreading Free Talk Live's uh, show and spreading our logo or whatever, I mean – have at it. 800-259-9231 as we continue. Shane, listening in Kansas, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Shane. Shane? In Kansas. Going once. Hello. Hey, Shane, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, um, I, uh, <laughs> I, um, I have this, uh, this Weird Laws app on my, my iPod, and I just wanted to, uh, <laughs> I wanted to uh, get your opinion on <laughs> Some of them are pretty ridiculous. Yeah? Okay, I, uh, give me one of them. All right. Um, <laughs> and uh, and Alabama. Are you putting, sneezing? Putting salt on a <laughs> putting salt on a railroad track may be punishable by death. Well, there are some weird laws out there. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. He did sound sick or something like that. Something. One eight hundred. You're being kind. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Marcus in Alabama. You're on Free Talk Live. All right, we Whoa. are being cranked tonight. Four Chan's got us up. Yeah, is it Four Chan? Uh, it must be. I, I don't know. I'm no, just... if it was Four Chan, we'd have wall-to-wall phone calls. It's probably uh, sometimes what happens. Uh, Michelle, you're new to this. Yes. Uh, sometimes what happens is there are uh, some internet message boards out there uh, where they will do crank calling on talk radio programs, and what they'll do is they'll focus their efforts on one show so you know a show like free talk live where there's virtually no phone screening you call in you, you give one you know give your name give your location sure. maybe one word what you want to talk about and you're on hold you get on the air at some point uh it's a lot easier to get on this program than most of the other talk radio shows out there so usually what will happen is somebody will post a message all right guys we're gonna gang up on you know this show and and usually we can... Gee, how fun. Well, it, well you it's, know, it's great if they're good at it. Yeah. Some, <laughs> sometimes you get some really good cranks. Most of the time, it's just dismal. Um, and so, half the time, we've been able to actually ascertain which message board it is. That's good during, stuff. During oh, the so show. so it's fun for you. And then we can go to the message board and be like, hey, we found you. And uh, we, <laughs> we give them a shout out on the air. We give them props for, uh, you know, for doing what they did. Good. If they're any good. And so far, they haven't been that great. They've sucked. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. 
DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves, dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features you'll find on our site for free. We've got listening options there. Live streams around the clock. You can listen to the latest episode of Free Talk Live stream to you directly via broadband or dial-up streams we've also got listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone uh, that can call long distance and listen that way to the streams plus our webcam also our free-to-air satellite channel and 93 radio stations across the country that carry the show at various different times all of it free to you go to listen.freetalklive.com to get uh, to get yourself tuned in and coming up is valentine's day mark that's right valentine's day is coming up if you're thinking about getting candy again well, think again. This is your opportunity to show your loved ones, whether it's your your wife or or your uh, you know family member that you're celebrating uh, Valentine's Day with. You know, my mom used to always buy me a Valentine's gift when I was a kid. Um, I I don't know how I feel about that these days, but you know, different families. I like presents and I like chocolate. Period. There you go. Well, <laughs> how about George's famous baklava? <gasps> oh, yes. yeah. So you can have sticky. Yummy. It is delicious. Delicious. You can have George's famous baklava delivered to your loved one. It is uh, 50 layers of melt-in-your-mouth phyllo. It's a walnut pastry. All the ingredients are premium and natural to ensure only the best taste. It's shipped in a special container, priority mail. I just got one, so I know that it's it comes safe to you. Mm. It gets to you fast, fresh, and delicious. Order by Tuesday, February the 8th, to make sure that you have it in time for Valentine's Day. Check out George's Famous Baklava at mandrick.com, M-A-N-D-R-I-K, no C in mandrick, mandrick.com. By the way, uh, George, uh, or mandrick, rather, is uh, actually his name's not George. It's I don't know. Who is George, anyway? We need to find that out. What? I've been calling him George. His name is George. I thought it was, really? Okay. I thought Mandrick was like his You thought it was name. some kind of pseudonym? Yeah, I thought George was like his grandpa or something like that. Not, that's not my understanding. Huh. Okay, hmm. well, Mandrick, uh, that's how I know him. Um, he is also going to be at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. He's going to have his baklava with him, but he also does more than that. Uh, he's planning, he's, he's making prototypes right now. He's been posting on uh, his Facebook prototypes of what he's going to be offering to the uh, the Liberty community at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. He's going to be... Last year, he did uh, gyros, which were delicious. Yeah, they were very good. And I don't know if he's bringing those back. Did you I see what he, he posted? Actually, he's got a breakfast one. That was <gasps> what I was going to talk about. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited. I love a good breakfast burrito. Now, he's not doing burritos. He's doing like a breakfast right, gyro or like something. Right, like phyllo and yeah. everything. But he's doing that with, uh, with, with Boner Joe. That's correct. That's uh, he's making his, that. his little partner there, or big partner. Oh, little, yeah. There's really nothing little about Boner <laughs> Joe. Oh. So I'm excited. Hey. I'm totally going to get some breakfast from Andrick at uh, at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. And you can, too, if you're there. You can go to porkfest.com to learn more about the Porcupine Freedom Festival. We'll tell you more about it in a little bit. Uh, but we're going to continue taking your phone calls. And we'll talk about spanking coming up. Uh, 
Nick, though, is with us in Arizona. Nick, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Mark, and Michelle. Hey, guys. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about junk silver. All right. And if people don't know what that is, it's uh, U.S. minted coins uh, before 1965, like the dime, the quarter, uh, the half dollar, and the dollar. They're you know, 90% silver. I've, I, they do call it junk silver, but I prefer to call it coin silver. I think that that, uh, that describes to people better what it is, and it doesn't uh, immediately drop in their mind, I should stop listening to you. Yeah, I don't, when I hear junk silver, I'm like, I don't want that. I don't want any junk. I want no junk for. for me. Right. Well, the, the good thing about uh, coin silver, then, <laughs> is the fact that it's already, it's already minted up, and it, it's, it's, it, it's been in circulation. And it's guaranteed to have ninety percent in it if you're going to trust the government. So it, it does. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. What? It does. Yeah, it does. Uh, so, like a quarter right now with uh, silver around thirty dollars an ounce, a quarter costs about, or it's worth about five dollars and thirty cents in Federal Reserve notes, and a dime is about two dollars in Federal Reserve notes. So I just wanted to let people know that there's already coins out there floating around that have silver in it, and it's a lot easier to trade in those than, say, uh, one-ounce silver rounds. Yeah, they're, they, they um, come in smaller denominations. You don't have to, to see them, um, you know, to, 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 you don't have to go and buy special denominations of silver or anything like that. Some people like the point nine 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 silver. I personally think that uh, I, I do like the the coin silver. I think that uh, a lot of people go for that. You have to tell people what it's worth. You have to keep on top of it. And there's a little math problem. I think it's point three seven something or other for um, that you have to multiply. I don't know which one it is. The the half dollars. Um, so you have to kind of do the math in your head as to what it's worth on a on a kind of daily basis. Now, you can actually order uh, this stuff from the coin silver slash junk silver from Midas Resources, which you can access by going to uh, silver.freetalklive.com. They sell it in a uh, what they call the survival bag of a thousand dimes. <laughs> so you get a lot of this. Uh, but it would seem the, the real issue is that it says 10 cents on it. So that's going to be confusing to some people. Well, it is confusing to some people, and that's why... Uh, we've developed an application where you can fig- when you uh, when you pull it up, uh, it gives you the current spot price of silver, and then it tells you what each uh, each coin is worth in Federal Reserve notes. And you can use that to tally up and say I've got ten quarters and ten dimes, and it tells you the Federal Reserve equivalent. Hmm. There's also another mode in it where if you're uh, a vendor trying to sell something that's worth say I don't know fifteen Federal Reserve notes. Uh, then you, uh, if you're trying to get change to somebody in junk silver, it'll do the reverse and tell you the best way in uh, coin. What you call it? Coin, coin silver. silver. <laughs> well, there's a uh, reason it's called that. coin silver. It's called coin silver because you have to mix like brass or copper into it in order to make it less uh, pliable. You know, that's why it's only ninety percent. Right? Something that's pure silver is going to wear much more quickly than something that's you know not. So. You know, it's 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 not junk because it's got something uh, mixed into it. It's better because it's got something mixed in, into it. But in order to get the pure silver, you'd have to melt it down or something. Right. Yeah. You can go to coinflation.com and they have like uh, uh, melt value calculators where you can find out how much like this pile of money is worth. Mm-hmm. It'll it'll uh, break it down to the 
you know, nickel and silver and all this stuff, and they'll tell you, like, what your pennies are worth or whatnot. So you said you have an uh, application. Like, is that, like, for uh, an iPhone or something, or what is it, the, what's it for? Um, there's, a, there's a person up there, I think in Keene, uh, that has developed one for uh, Palm mm-hmm. and for iPhone, and those are available right now in those respective stores. And what is it uh, called? The one that, uh, if you just do junk uh, silver calculator. Okay, okay, not, cool. Silver calculator uh, those, or junk uh, silver calculator? No, it's not junk. Just silver calculator. I have to say that's pretty uh, useful because one of the one of the problems with the idea of getting away from the government's Federal Reserve note and moving towards maybe silver or gold or some other value-backed currency is if you're actually not dealing with value backing, if you're actually just dealing with the silver or in this case the uh, the junk slash coin silver. If you're doing that, then it can be, you know, kind of tricky because you're, you're you're you need to know what the current rate of uh, silver is and compared to the the U.S. dollar and like you were saying, you know, what percentage is the coin and then how many do you have and there's a lot of calculations that uh, that would go on there and and for somebody to do the math for you to have an application to help you just kind of handle that you punch in the number of coins you have or whatever you put a few different a few different variables in, and then it, it does all the, the number crunching, that's going to be useful. It's going to be useful for the customer. Uh, it's going to be useful for the, the store owner at the point of sale. This is very, this is very yeah, cool. The, the and it's the right owner. time for it, too, because a lot, a lot of people have these smartphones now, and five years from now, oh, when especially when silver will become even presumably more valuable, uh, a lot more people will likely have smartphones at that time. Well, uh, the, the iPhone one and the Palm one, I believe they're, they're 99 cents. Uh, I might be. Uh, they're they're not free, but the one for, that we've developed for the Android uh, system is free. And if you just look up Silver Calculator, uh, you can download it. Um, there's actually two of them on there. One of them, uh, somebody was. It, it's a similar program. It's not. You know, they're named the same thing. The one that we made, uh, the logo is AG, like the elemental. Uh, you know, the periodic table of mm-hmm. elements symbol for silver is AG. If you look for the logo, that's AG. That's the one that we worked on. Very cool. Well, thank uh, you. For, I was going to say thank you for the heads up on, on that. It sounds very useful. Yeah. So everybody, go get it, and if you got feedback on it, uh, you know, send it, send it to me, or if you go to WalletVoting.com, uh, I'm out here in Phoenix, and with uh, Freedom's Phoenix, we've been working on this wallet voting campaign, and uh, wallet voting is, you know, the only kind of voting that really. Uh, yeah, where you, where you so vote with your dollars. Uh, hey, uh, Nick, you're also the guy behind uh, copblock.org. It's a great new news product. I want to thank you for that. Uh, oh, yeah, that's good stuff. It's Nick's voice that you hear on a lot of those copblock episodes. That's a great song, too. Copblock.org. Oh, the song they're using now. Yeah, yeah. the, uh, <laughs> we'll the play banjo our banjos. <laughs> Nick, thanks for the call tonight, and thanks for the heads up. Hour number three is next. You can take control. Bring up whatever's on your mind. This is Free Talk Live. With so much economic confusion, who can you trust for straight talk? For years, author and investor Peter Schiff has been in the front of the pack, pointing out the insanity while offering real investment solutions. Now, all of Peter's videos, articles, and TV appearances are compiled into a free email. The EP Weekly Digest, which contains the fresh insights by Peter and other Europac voices, like the hard-charging Mike Pinto. To subscribe, please go to epweeklydigest.com, epweeklydigest.com. This is Free 
Talk Live. You are invited to take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And Michelle. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features you'll find there totally free. Uh, Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Main feature of the site allows you to control the content, stuff you find on the web. You can share with our other listeners. You just submit it as show prep to our site. Then other listeners will vote as to whether they like or dislike what you suggested. Or you can vote on things, too. Uh, You can do all of those things, all for free, over at freetalklive.com. The most liked, make it to the front page and the top of the website. See what I mean? Get interactive at freetalklive.com. So according to cbsnews.com, there's a brand new study that's been published in the Journal of Pediatrics that uh, apparently suggests, well, I guess not that brand new, this is from last year, but suggests that kids, new to us, suggests that kids who are spanked more than twice a month as three-year-olds were much more likely to become aggressive five-year-olds than kids who weren't disciplined in that way. And... This makes total sense to me. I have long been against the idea of uh, spanking children. Let me give you more details here, and then we'll turn to the uh, lady in the room who has three kids, and we'll see what she has to say. Uh, The study conducted by Tulane University asked mothers how often they'd spanked their three-year-old in the previous month. Nearly half, 46%, said they had not spanked them. 28% said they'd spanked their three-year-old once or twice within the last month, and 26% said they'd spanked their child More than twice. So while almost half the moms said they never spanked their child, more than half admitted to spanking at least once or twice. Researchers determined that three-year-old children who were spanked two or more times in the previous month had a 50% increased chance of being aggressive when they turned five. Parenting expert Cooper Lawrence said on the early show that the the study controlled for alcoholic, depressed, or aggressive moms. The study, she says, is important because it found moms that had nothing else going on but spanking caused aggressive children. So these they're suggesting that these weren't like really aggressive moms that they were dealing with or parents that were otherwise crazy. Right, they were you know they they excluded drug addicts and all kinds yeah. of other folks from the uh from from the t- the the test or the the study. Sure enough, according to uh, Lawrence, she said by the time the children in the study turned 5, they were aggressive. They were bullies, they were bullying siblings, bullying fellow students. However, Lawrence pointed out, so if you have a child, yes, you are encouraging their aggressive tendencies by spanking, but if you have a child that's aggressive, they're going to be aggressive. Lawrence, who hosts a radio show, said she received feedback from listeners akin to this idea. A school psychologist called and said some kids are just aggressive, and she knows kids that were not hit as children that she's known for 20 years, and she said they're just aggressive children. And that's the important part of the study. There are certain children that are born with aggressive tendencies. Well, I, I, I can tell you right now that I think this study is ludicrous. It's stupid. Um, you would have... That's fine that women who are drug addicts, et cetera, et cetera, have been taken out. But is there a television in the home? What are these kids fed? Um, do it? Do the parents practice uh, redirection um, when when their kids, you know, when the kids are doing something that, you know, they ought not to be maybe or something? So I don't I don't think that you have a, a proper um baseline or or you make a good point because obviously all these kids aren't coming from the same home and Mm -hmm. so the it's maybe it's not really a scientifically accurate study most of the the studies on spanking i've seen aren't 
Um, what I think this is a study on is not spanking so much as excessive spanking. Um, I've never taken the position on this show that I think that uh, that. Well, no, that, they're talking about one or two spanks here per a month. month. Oh, per month. Okay. I think I've spa- <laughs> I, mean, I think I spanked my three children who are now fifteen, seventeen, and nineteen. Total between the three of them, maybe ten times ever. Okay. Like between the three, so that'd be three and a third times per child over. Gotcha. Fifteen years. It's the 80-20 rule. You know that one of those children got most of those spankings. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I was just doing a little mining there for information. Well, you know, I... I, I spankings I, for lazy people. And when I spanked my kids, it was because I was lazy. I agree with that. I think that they're... Uh, you know, I'm not prepared to say that I know that all the solutions to all the problems. And I think that I've heard people that I consider to be, you know smart and educated and good at this talk about instances where they've spanked their kids spanked their kids and i'm talking about like one or two times they've used the punishment as a an extreme it's the nuclear option um i'm still not going to say we haven't we've never spanked my son jack mm, that's good um i i you know we're going to try to do the all the things that uh, we talk about here we do do the, the to be the creative redirection all those right. kind of things I, redirection is taking huge. away privileges yes and and maintaining continuity with your rules a lot of people don't want to have you know they say that this is okay this time but it's not okay another time mm. and kids don't understand that you know and another one another one i like is the reward system for good behavior and yes. encouraging good encouraging, behavior yeah. with you know an ice cream or something like that some sort of something they really like that a hug get. and a kiss and a lovey you know a attaboy my kid faisal loves attaboy it's just saying that attaboy is like whew, and he's him. 15 he's 15 uh, well, I mean, the the whole human race operates that way. I mean, they, you know, m- many of them, um, you know, like the, the like to be, you know, praised for their uh, behavior. In fact, they actually do give uh, some of those very same suggestions here in this article. Uh, but there's one statement here that I really agree with. If a child is getting hit, you're really teaching the child that hitting or acting out or being aggressive is okay. She said. Another theory is that more frequently, child the more frequently children are hit, the more stress they're feeling, which can impact brain development, emotional development, and can impact behavior. And I firmly b- believe what uh, the first statement that. If you're using violence, that teaches your kids. Perpetuates violence. It perpetuates violence, and it teaches your kids that violence solves problems. If you've got a problem, well, just get violent. And mm-hmm. that's what mommy does. That's what daddy does. So uh, you should do that, too. And I think mm-hmm. that's that's uh, it's very negative. Well, I think that, uh, I, I think that the, the poison is in the dose. Um, and I think that if you're using spanking on a regular basis in order to solve your parenting problems, you've got parenting problems. Um, you know, I think that... You know, I think that there's instances when uh, spankings are administered lovingly that it's okay. Like that you sounds say, so weird to me. I sorry, I don't think that's. I I well, I you know, I don't know what to tell you. I think a lot of parents do know exactly what I mean when they say it. I've never done it. I don't intend to do it. It's not our intention to look there. But you know, I I'm nor am I going to point fingers and call parents bad parents because they've uh, you know chosen to use the option now and then. I think a more interesting question is whether or not punishment is an effective means of changing behavior. Because it's not just, you know, spanking. It can be uh, sitting them down in a corner or, mm, you know, out. like, yeah. yeah, some kind of, like, uh, Timeout worked for me as a kid, yeah. uh, and taking well, and you just gave me a timeout earlier. So obviously <laughs> timeouts perpetuate timeouts. There you go, exactly. <laughs> 
So, in fact, they go over I don't think some... timeouts are going to work with my three-year-old. I mean, he doesn't even understand what a timeout is. What am I going to do? Tie him? You want me to, you want me to use <laughs> duct tape? You want me to tie him up? I mean, I'm not going to be able to get him oh, to stay in one place. <laughs> See? There are different things, uh, Mark, that might work. It, it, removing privileges, the article suggests here, in most cases, if you're spanking a three-year-old, the child doesn't understand that spanking is the same thing as reasoning. It's best to take away a privilege that will have more of an impact than spanking the child. For example, if they do something wrong, take away their favorite TV show, and they'll better understand the consequences of their actions. I honestly don't think he would understand that. He doesn't know what time it comes on. I mean, he's you know, we've got a TiVo. All kids are different. I, Aziza, I could look at her and raise one eyebrow like my grandmother did and she would just feel so much shame and be like <gasps> I want to fix whatever it is so that yeah. mommy doesn't look at me like that. My, my child will cry if I give him the, you know the, the daddy um, you know yeah. face and, and you know say attention. I mean a lot of younger one of the things that young ch- children respond to and animals as well is attention from you and a, a way to punish them is by turning your back to them basically mm-hmm. and like well, I'm not going to play with back you. Back turning really really works i like that we call it bad horse and it's what herds of uh herds do with um with horses when there is a young colt that is misbehaving the mother leads and she turns her back on the colt and all the other horses follow suit until it gets Mm -hmm. back in line and then they take it back into the fold it's ostracism is basically what that is uh your thoughts are welcome on spanking is it something that you think is appropriate and if not with with children yeah Consensually with an adult, that's fine. I think it's a little strange, but you know, people are into that. Um, so, anyway, your thoughts are welcome. 800 259 9231. You can take control. It's Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features you'll find there completely free. We've got a lot of them. The mobile site is there. You can go to m.freetalklive.com. Quick access to our streams and uh, podcasts and more software like the new Liberty Radio app. Uh, it's completely free for you. M.freetalklive.com. The Porcupine Freedom Festival is coming up this summer. It's going to be happening, uh, the 20, I believe, starting on the 20th of June, going through the 26th. It's a week-long event now, and it's going to be huge. Uh, Mandrick is going to be there, George, with his famous baklava, and all kinds of other folks uh, vending different things, everything from food to you know handmade crafts and items. And uh, there was a guy there last year doing leather working and... Yeah, that was really cool. And there are, you know, classes that you can sit in on. And, um, you know, Alt Expo always has a really great tent set up where you can do all kinds of agorism. And it's, it's going to cool. be a blast. And yeah. it's going to be in the woods at Rogers Campground in northern New Hampshire. Very beautiful there. It's incredibly. Lancaster. It's very picturesque. Right there in the White Mountains. I mean, it's just the, the view. You're right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's stunning mm-hmm. uh, outside the campground. And so, you know, if you've got an RV, you can do it that way. Buzz's Big Gay Dance Party is going to be going off. Part two. That's right. Yep. Uh, the 2011 version started out last year. And I unfortunately didn't make it last year. I'm totally not going to miss it this year. I, I had something else going on at the time. Um, but, uh, yeah, lots of stuff. So you didn't people, get to see me pole dancing. I, no, I saw the video later <laughs> on. But, um, 
And that's available on YouTube. Maybe. I don't know what you searched. Was it mother daughter? Uh, that, there's no pole dancing pole on that one. That's all. That was just Taryn Lupo's little tagline. Thank you, Taryn. Uh, so yeah, definitely go to porkfest.com, get registered, and I believe. I believe the early bird registration has started. If not, it will be soon. So don't don't quote me on that one. Bookmarkporkfest.com, and then uh, we'll let you know for sure once uh, once the early bird registration has started. But it's not too early to get your campsite. You can also you know do that. I, actually, I think Rogers is closed for the winter, but they, you they, can leave a message. If you leave a message, they'll get back to you within a couple weeks. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Because I left one a couple week like a week ago, and I haven't heard mm-hmm. back. So, but they will get back to you, and uh, it's going to be huge. There were like 800 people there last year. This year. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger, so maybe it's going to be a thousand people, maybe more yep. than that. Uh, camping, there's actually a motel on the premises, mm-hmm. so there's that possibility too. Uh, RVs, etc. Whatever works best for you. Go to porkfest.com to learn more. Now we were talking about uh, spanking, and we were certainly welcome your calls on this. And spanking children was the uh, the issue at hand at the first segment of this hour, but we kind of had a conversation during the break about, well, more consensual adult kind of uh, spanking, and we'll, uh, I guess, talk about that in a little bit, but let's go to Ed in Tennessee first. Ed, you're on Free Talk Live. Ed, in Tennessee. How y'all, how y'all doing? Hey, just great. What's on your mind tonight, Ed? <laughs> the spanking, and when you know the the woman, the lady would have the best uh, comments on it. She says spanking's for lazy people. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what I used to tell people, you know, in all these talks is the spanking. They want a whip. They want a hit. They want, you know, I tell them to use their brain, not their hand. Now, Ed, you're from Tennessee, so have you ever yeah. had, have you ever gotten a what for? A what? A what for? <laughs> uh, no, I've never heard that term. You've never heard that? I might that? have gotten one, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I... <laughs> Well, what is it, Michelle? Well, Brad Pitt um, made it rather famous to people outside of the region of Tennessee that that um, where I had heard it, but um, in a in the Inglorious Bastards, where he's like, "I'm going to give you a what for," and uh, that's that's. <laughs> I was I was hoping that you'd heard of that and you could elaborate for us what that well, is. Well, no, no, I didn't want to get into. You still the haven't told us what it is, Michelle. I mean, what is it? That's the thing is, I'm not from Tennessee. It's a colloquialism from oh, Tennessee. Did and you I, move here from Tennessee? But I'm from the West Coast. I see. I was a transplant. Gotcha. You know, all y'all and what furs. And... So did he not give the what fur in the movie? I haven't seen this film. I heard it's very good, though. It's great, and he certainly gave him a what fur. According to the Urban Dictionary, it is a form of retaliation, a payback, a retribution. If your mother comes home drunk from the PTA meeting one more time, I'm going to give her a what fur. So it could be anything, then, any form of retaliation. Gotcha. So what else did you want to share tonight, Ed? Okay, we don't, now about the spanking. You know, I read, read these different studies that causes kids to have a lot of sexual problems, relationship problems, you know, when they get in their teenage years. But it depresses them and everything. And like, I don't know if one of y'all said it, but all hitting does is tell the kid that if you're bigger and you can hit, mm. do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really, but uh, another Mike thing. Mike is right. Uh, I, you know, my, I reared my son. I... Uh, uh, I, in my divorce, my son ended up living with me, and they were back there playing games and stuff all the time. They didn't smoke, drink, or anything. I'd go back. I'd fix them all something to eat. They wouldn't let me in. I'd knock on the door. I said, here's y'all's food. I'd just leave it outside the door. They, I'd go back by and look. The plates are in there. They've eaten the food. They pushed the plates back out empty. <laughs> i try to get in. they say, get out of here, midget. We're, you know, we're doing this, we're doing that. But anyway, and uh, why should I even bug them? And you're talking about a three-year-old, Mark. 
don't whip any child. They're, what are they going to do? What kind of three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten? They, you know, use your brain, not your hand. You nailed it, Ed. Thanks for the call right. tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Uh, so, yeah, so go, moving on to the more adult version, certainly you're free to welcome uh, to call in and talk about spanking children if you'd like at 800-259-9231 but uh but you know the idea of uh, adult spanking or worse because things kind of go a little more crazy from there right like spanking's pretty common i would say likely uh in the in the bedroom but where does it come from like where does it where does the, uh, the the desire to be hit uh where does that come from what what manifests what what experience does someone have as a young person that comes out in the bedroom in that way or worse when you're dealing with whips and chains or whatever you know ropes and that sort of thing i could i i don't know i don't know about that part you know there is i think there is like a a little bit of a, a sassy fascination with uh the idea of you know being being a bad girl and and getting you know, punished being by dominated. Is being, it? Yeah. Being dominated. And, and, um, when I've talked to, you know, girlfriends, you know, cause we talk about everything. Um, the consensus though, is that we, and I'll speak for, you know, women, mm-hmm. um, actually do that because it seems to like excite the guy. It doesn't do mm-hmm. anything for us. <laughs> Was the, was the, well, I think it does do something for some people. For some, I mean, people, some people, but my really girlfriends, you know, who had said that they've, you know, said, oh, give me a little swat, baby. That it I was see. more, you know, to elicit a response from the guy. Hmm. I'm not much see, on it makes spanking, me uncomfortable. So I, don't I, I don't, you know, the whole idea of striking somebody. I, yeah. I'm, I'm willing to go ahead and play along with the smacking thing if that's what you really want to <laughs> right, do. Right. But, you know, it makes me uncomfortable. And the further it goes from there, the more uncomfortable I'd get. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I feel like we um, unfortunately have a generation of people who have been taught about sex through porn. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, that's, that, you know, that that's what it's supposed to be like. Where to what the point where you have girls. Um, you know, young, young girls thinking that they need to holler and scream at the top of their voices in order to uh, to show that they're enjoying sex or uh, that that spanking is a good thing, and you know, just all the stuff that goes into it. I, you know, I don't know. For me, I'm just not comfortable with any of that. Yeah, it, it weirds me out. Uh, so I, I kind of have the, the same sensation. But other people are like that—that's the most important. It has to be. It's got to be a deviancy, like you know, the real uh, thorough stuff has to be very limiting on who you can date where does it come from if you are somebody who's into you know bdsm where does it where did how did it start for you 800-259-9231 you can take control bring up anything free talk live you can listen to free talk live on the radio via podcast the webcam and our live streams at freetalklive.com not enough options now you can listen to free talk live from any phone anywhere add this number to your phone 760-569-7752 it's a long distance call so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan the free talk live listen lines are airing the latest episode of free talk live 24 hours a day including our live shows call 760-569-7752 that's 760-569-7752 Live, you can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll free at 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line 1 800 259 9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features you'll find there for free. We've got 
the wiki with over 2,000 pages created by listeners just like you. WIKIWiki.freetalklive.com is where you want to go. Uh, and you can edit virtually anything that's there. Wiki.freetalklive.com. And if you are of college age and in college or just fresh out of it, there's uh, some pretty interesting options available to you. Yeah, you can uh, intern for liberty, make a difference, get experience, and get paid. The Institute for Humane Studies is seeking People who are in college, whether undergraduate or graduate or recently out of college, it's for their summer internship program. They have internships in all kinds of journalism and public policy. So if you're inter- interested in uh, journalism, many of the interns have gone on to ABC 2020, The Financial Times, The Washington Post, Wall Street Journal, Economist, and many more. Also, the public policy is for public policy institutes in Washington, D.C. and around the nation. And you can uh, you know, try out internships in those two types of places. They include a generous stipend, housing assistance, career workshops, training throughout the summer. This, uh, in a lot of ways, is going to beat a summer job. It's libertarianinternships.com. For more information, you can sign up there to receive updates and reminders, libertarian internships.com. All right, so 1-800-259-9231. If you'd like to share with us maybe your story, what was it that got you started if you're into, you know, the BDSM scene, uh, which, you know, is is kind of a violent scene, and I don't understand it personally, but some people are really into it. Some people, you know, Mark you'd I think asked the question, uh, did you you felt like it maybe limited their their choices as far as their sexual partners are concerned? And that's, I would think that the, you know, I mean, it's 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 it's, it's deviancy. I mean, it's, it's, it takes the normal segment of population and you know that would be eligible and just squeezes it right down to a small amount. Well, luckily we have uh, the internet, and I'm sure that helps yeah, I'm a sure lot. It does. Uh, mm-hmm. They have these things called munches. What? Which are uh, their get-togethers, essentially, that happen in various different areas across the country. It maybe maybe one or more in the city near you. It's uh, a low-pressure, according to Wikipedia, low-pressure social gathering for people involved in or interested in BDSM, usually at a restaurant. Uh, when available, they use a private room. Uh, it normally, uh, the purpose is for socializing, though some have announcements from local organizations. They often help those who are curious about the lifestyle meet others who may be able to help them become more comfortable and better informed. So this is one way that people can go and, and meet one another in person uh, to, you know, I guess – Get to know one another, and who knows, do what else after the the munch is over. Apparently, um, so the masochist. So the masochist said to the sadist, "Hit me." Sadist said, "No." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I just think it's interesting what people's personal stories are. Was there something in your past that kind of created this for you to where it manifested into this interest down the line, or are you just? Going to say that, nope, I just, you know, just got into it for whatever reason. I mean, how does that actually transpire? What are the, what is the path that, uh, that one goes down? I'm sure there are multitudes. I'm of not paths. convinced that it's something from your past. I'm not convinced because, like, my parents never put their tongue in my mouth, but I really like to kiss, you know? So it's like, you know. Yeah, but that's not unusual, right? I mean, it's how. Right? It's, that's not deviant. Kissing isn't a deviant behavior. I, I have to agree with uh, with Ian on that. Yeah, one. that's yeah. fair. Mm-hmm. So usually there's something that started. There was one guy that I was talking to who was uh, ex- now I don't think this is well maybe it is BDSM. Like would being tied up be considered that? I guess it, I guess it would be right. Uh, mm. Anyway, the, my understanding that uh, he was when he was a kid was watching this ma- uh, magic show or something like that where the magician was getting tied up in a straitjacket. 
and uh, essentially, you know, got out of that. And he was a little kid at the time, and he thought that was really cool and wanted to do magic. And, and so he wanted to. He got excited, to. which he equated to arousal, maybe. Well, actually, uh, it's my understanding that he got himself uh, tied up, apparently, in an attempt to, you know, try to learn how to do this Mm -hmm. and practice basically Mm -hmm. and did it without his parents around so they didn't know and uh, apparently at one point he you know whilst attempting to get out uh, managed to arouse himself and that was what started it like his interest in in being into magic ended up kind of connecting with sexuality by total accident and from that point on it uh, it spiraled into even more interest in being restrained it didn't just stop there it uh, you know went beyond that to where he was expressing to me that you know it's not just being restrained that's enough for him now. Now he wants to be taken against his will. He wants to be kidnapped. I absolutely do see how that can, you know, how you go a little further and a little further and a little further and you need to intense, you know, take up the intensity. If your sexual uh, proclivity is driven by adrenaline, you know, I think Mm -hmm. that, I think it's a much different thing if your um, interest in your, if you're, you know, when you're having sex, if what you're interested in is communicating affection to someone or, you know, that's what I'm interested in. I'm interested in in pleasing my partner. And, and it's hard for me to get that somebody could be pleased by being, you know, put into a painful uh, circumstance. Well, I, I, right. I think it's, I, I think you're, we're going out on a uh, thin limb trying to assume that we know what it's like for other folks in their, um, you know, proclivities. I don't understand them. Did I say I knew what it was like? I'm well, asking, no, you're saying what that, is it like? Please call and share. You're saying, you know, something like, you know, you're trying to communicate, you're trying to communicate affection and things like, so are they. You know, they're trying to do that when just When you're being so much, beaten so much to the point of, of uh, being bruised and, and bleeding, that's, that's affection? That's what I'm confused about, Mark. Uh, I Is understand. somebody going to tell me that that's showing affection? I mean, it, it's if, I suppose it's affectionate, and that's you're giving somebody what they want. You've, you're both consenting, and so at what expense, though? I mean, that would just ugh, it would pain me to. That's it would the pain idea. Me to, yeah, but it would pain me to hit somebody right that you care about. Yeah. Right? So eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Your thoughts are welcome. Let's talk to Allie, listening in Alabama. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Allie. Hey guys. Hey, Allie. Um. I was just listening to your conversation about um, spanking, and I was originally calling to talk about like the spanking children, but I actually don't think that the you're saying that you thought it was really uncommon, and that, you know people um, who you know are into that that they would have a hard time finding people who. Uh, you know, would share in that interest. I actually don't think it would be that uncommon, to be honest. Not, not I necessarily mean, I spanking. From- I would say spanking is like the lowest end of this, so it's probably far more common. But you know, whips and chains and uh, and beating somebody until they're bleeding, uh, that yeah. kind of that kind of thing. Okay. Well, yeah, that'd probably be. You probably are more limited if you're like really into that. But um, I saw an episode of uh, Sex in the City where the uh, the the boyfriend of the main character there the protagonist i can't remember any of this any of these characters names or the actors and actresses i don't know but um he was trying to get the the main character to take him into the shower and uh, urinate on him and that's fairly uncommon i would imagine. you know i i would how, that, how tough is that conversation to bring up <laughs> you know i mean you'd almost have to go to a group of people that understand this to be able to i i, I mean i I can't even imagine asking that question. So, so, Allie, you're saying that, I mean, is this something that that, uh, that you're into personally? No, I mean, I'm not like, you know, I think I think I'm, you know, have a pretty normal, like healthy 
attitude towards sex, but I was just, you know, I heard you guys saying that if you're into, you thought that spanking was kind of made you uncomfortable. But I think that a lot of people, you know, if you, um, like if you meet someone and they're open with something like that, that it wouldn't be like something that would make a majority of the people uncomfortable, you know, and like to, you know, to a degree, I think if, you know, you're saying, oh, let me get my, you know, ball and chain out, it might be kind of like, oh, I <laughs> but, also- um, I also think, you know, I think you're kind of hinting at this, that um, intent is is a big factor. I mean, if if while you are in the throes and everything and he's behind you and all of a sudden he gives you a little swat, and you go, oh, you know, kind of thing. And there's, there's a surprise thing and it's not a pain thing, but rather like a whatever. Yeah. Is it a pain well, thing for you? Ellie? That, that's much different than I'm coming after you and I'm going to whack you, you know? Hmm. I think there's like a kind of a thin line between pleasure and pain for a lot of people. You know, it's just, I think it's a matter of stimulation. It's just another form of stimulation. I mean, there are people that, um, my boyfriend actually does, um, tattoos. And so, you know, there are a lot of people that they get tattoos and they just get like really addicted to it. You know, they just, they crave the, the, the pain. And I, I think it's for some people, it's, sort of a, a thin line between... Do you feel that... Well, if you have more questions, if you don't mind, can you hang on and we will bring you back for this conversation? 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Your thoughts are welcome. It's Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want in the remaining moments here. If you're already on hold, that is. Uh, if you're not, well, you're probably not going to make it on here at this point. Uh, so, freetalklive.com is where you can go to interact with uh, the various different online features of the show. You can go there and you'll notice that it's all for free. But if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can become a Free Talk Live amplifier for as little as three bucks a month. We'll take that money in, reinvest it into the program, get on more radio stations around the country, and bring more internet listeners on board too, exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. So, go to amp.freetalklive.com to be a free talk live amplifier and get perks like access to the amp only call in lines the amp only forum podcast and more go to amp.freetalklive.com as we continue here talking about the the world of uh, the bdsm folks and uh, and i guess the, the lighter <laughs> side of that which is like there's a whole spectrum right there's like a spectrum of like really really wild and crazy and then they're spanking like that's kind of the lightest end and just like where does it come from how does it manifest is there something in your past that uh, that brings this about and ali was on the line saying that she believes there is a fine line between pleasure and pain talking about how some folks uh when they're getting tattooed even though there's pain involved they're also it's very addictive for some people and they keep coming back getting more and more and more and it's not because they have necessarily it's not the 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 fact that they have artwork on their skin it's the actual process that is uh is the the pleasure uh, i guess painful slash pleasureful process is that what you're saying ali yeah um yeah i think it's i think some people you know they really hate it like they hate the whole process of getting tattooed but i know that some people you know they'll they'll get anything just for the just to have like the needle in their arm or wherever on them 
you know. And, and do you feel like those people might be more likely to be the BDSM types? Uh, maybe. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Would do you, do you believe there's something like you know in the, the in their history or maybe in your own personal experiences? Was there something that that led down that road of of maybe appreciating that that fine line better? Um. I don't know that it's necessarily something, you know, like I think you're kind of hinting at like, is it something during childhood? Maybe like, you know, I don't, I don't think cause the, you know, like my boyfriend, for instance, he has lots of tattoos and he's not, you know, into like lots of SM stuff. I mean, but, um, you know, he didn't have like, you know, it's not like abusive parents or anything like that. I don't think it's, um, I think maybe it's just, you know, it kind of surprises me to hear you guys say that you're really uncomfortable with that because I thought that everyone sort of like, you know, a little bit or like, you know, just, you know, nope. I think most it, no, people just are weirds sort me of, out. That's all. I mean, I'll, I like to be kissed and cuddled and yeah. caressed and petted and all that, though. I'm willing to go to a certain point like Mark had suggested earlier, but, you know, eh, doesn't do anything for me. I can tell you that. Uh, uh, so, Allie, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. The reason I ask is because, uh, you know, I know somebody who was who's into this and, and he had told me that uh, you know, he believes that it, it was his dad that had something to do with it. His dad being not that he, you know they mm-hmm. did anything sexual, but uh, his dad being violent, not necessarily towards him, but just a generally angry, mm. you know, violent character, and growing up in that home, which manifests. So that is actually very typical of women who are uh, raped, not before or after, but during their um, sexual. Uh, uh, what the, what uh, the 13 no to 14 year old, you know, pu- thank you. Thank you. Puberty. Um, and the thing is, is, is what they've determined is that women try to then place themselves in a situation where they can control the outcome so that they can relive the experience, but they can control it and they can stop it at any time. And, and so there seems to be a connection, uh, for women who are raped when, I just, find it, I just find it all very fascinating. And I think Allie may be right that spanking may be fairly common. Um, I believe that to be true. Um, but uh, th- that said, let's continue with your thoughts and go to Ishtar, listening in Illinois, our brand newest member of the Shrine of Female Listeners. Hey, Ishtar. Hi. Um, well, I'm from Europe, and BDSM is uh, way more mainstream there than it is here in, uh, in the States. I mean, people have less of a hang-up about anything to do with sex. And uh, I've actually got a couple of really good friends who are into BDSM. And one of them is a masochistic, and she goes to clubs and stuff like that. And she actually took me along once, and I, I watch it happen and stuff like that. I mean, it's like it's it's normal there. It's like a normal bar, but people do a little bit more. And the way she explained masochism to me uh, always made a lot of sense to me is uh, it's kind of the same thing as people who like really hot and spicy food. I mean, if you eat really hot chili peppers, it will burn your mouth. But at mm-hmm. the same time, you still get some satisfaction from uh, from eating that spicy food. I see where you're coming from. That makes yeah. sense. And uh, it gets endorphins flowing and stuff like that. And, I mean, you, you guys mentioned before, the, like, beating until you're black and blue and, and blood and stuff like that. The club that I went to that one night... I mean, nothing that I see there was actually coming close to to anything of of that level. Most of it is uh, it's very, very, very soft. And what what they actually do is they call it a warm up, and they'll they'll uh, start up soft and basically get your skin kind of used to 
the, the feeling and get your endorphins going. So you get on a kind of natural high. And then because you get on that natural high, the intensity level like slowly creeps up. And then people who are able to take a lot more than they're able to take when you just go in. And so would you say that, that there is some them. sort of an escalation factor for a lot, of, a lot of folks that they'll start at a certain point and then they'll, you know, take it to a, a new level over time? Well, I, I don't necessarily know that that is true, but for some people, yeah. I mean, I, I think when you ask questions like that about anything, be it BDSM or something like drugs or something like that, it's, yeah, you're always going to find pe- people who start with marijuana and end mm-hmm. up doing heroin, but that doesn't necessarily mean that anybody who starts doing marijuana will end up at the extremes of heroin. And so what about what about you, Ishtar? I mean, when you went to this club, was it like an eye-opening experience for you? Was it did, did you say, yeah, I want to try this, or uh, what was your experience? Well, maybe not to those levels, but I think most people have like experimented some in, in the bedroom with like things like tickling and and blindfolds and stuff like that. So yeah, I've I've tried some stuff, but I I'm not a masochist and. I mean, I don't even like spicy food. So. <laughs> I love spicy food. Oh, man, I can only imagine people uh, combining their sex life with hot sauce. That sounds Thank like a really bad idea. Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate I'd be even it. more uncomfortable with that. Let's talk to Rob listening in New Hampshire. Rob, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. Hey, Rob. Uh, I actually come from the perspective of somebody who's not into BDSM, but somebody who was actually previously married to somebody who was. That must have and, been difficult. Uh, yeah, yeah, actually it was, because I, I completely uh, agree with you, Ian, and that uh, it makes me, you know, really uncomfortable. Were you married before you found out that your partner was into that? Uh, no. Okay. No, and, and, and you know, it was one of those things where uh, I, wanting to please my partner, I decided to, you know, try it out. You yeah. played along, sure. Who yeah, would? you'd have to, right? I mean, you right, know, right. Who wouldn't? Exactly. Uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, at one point, what happened was I kind of started pulling the uh, the whole kind of like, you know, who's your daddy routine, and this ended up being a trigger for her because she'd been uh, repeatedly molested by her uncle when she oh, was boy. younger, and I didn't know about this. Yeah, so, I, know, I, mean, I mean, how could you know that too? Yeah. If you don't, if you're right, not told. Yeah, well, and that's kind of why why I'm calling was because I mean, and I don't want to point this as to the thing that uh, that that you know broke down our marriage. There was a lot of reasons why we were bad for one another, but it's it's really difficult for the person on the other end uh, if you're not very specific about you know what it is that you want mm. out of that. I think that's generally a very important thing for all sexual relations it's to be very true. specific, communicate. If something's wrong, let them know, let her know, yeah. whatever. Do yeah, it, you've do, right. get it right. Yeah, you've got yeah, you've got I mean, to communicate I mean, with your partner. But if, but I mean, if it's something like that, where like where like you know you have a trigger, then then it's something you need to be upfront with right away because you know after that incident, it pretty much kind of uh, ruined intimacy mm. for us. Mm. Yep. Thanks and, for sharing uh, that. Anything else you uh, you wanted to get out there? Uh, well, you know, I mean, and I and and as far as you know, going back to kind of like the history of it, I mean, I do find it interesting that you know that she was uh, molested by her her uncle, and then she also claimed that her her previous husband had beaten her, and then we didn't we didn't part on good terms, and after we parted, uh, she ended up going around to all of our mutual friends and telling them that I beat her, oh, and that God. was the reason why we split. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's another thing that sort of scares me about this whole thing is, you know, yeah, you ask you ask me for a good old beating, and then when I finally go ahead and give it to you, then then I'm the beater, you know. And it yeah, just... and, and 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 even then, I really didn't even really like get really into it. You know, it was just kind of like, you know, just the light stuff like spanking and mm-hmm. yanking on the hair and stuff like that. It really well, now I, a good I, hair tug. Now that's a different story. Oh, really. <laughs> We're out of time. I'm, I'm, Thanks, Rob, for the uh, the call and the thoughts. Appreciate hearing from you. It's been Ian here with you. And Mark. And Michelle. I just find it very, very interesting. Fascinating stuff, mm-hmm. no doubt. All right, so we'll be back tomorrow night. You can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpax, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com.